You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. We're broadcasting from St. Andrew's Parish in Brainerd, Minnesota. The pastor here is Father Daniel Weiske. He is with us. I am uh, Deacon Dan Goshi. I'm not a member of this parish, or uh, but I'm... Uh, uh, the uh, a deacon assigned to uh, Crosby, Minnesota, and Garrison, Minnesota, and Hillman. We're all neighbors. We're all neighbors. We're all neighbors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah We're only. It is good. Our parishes are only what about twenty miles, maybe give or take. Oh, maybe thirteen, take, maybe give or fourteen, take fifteen miles. Good we're question. About twenty. Yeah, yeah, maybe twenty minutes. So, but Deacon Dan, you mm-hmm. know, you usually work here in town, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, in Brainerd. In Brainerd. Yeah. 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 When so. I when I was allowed to work. In the office building, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was at a radio station. It is at a radio station in Brainerd, a secular radio station. Mm-hmm. And so, but now I'm I'm working and living in my mom's basement. <laughs> the dream. Sorry, of, that's all right. It's the dream of every middle aged man is to <laughs> be rendered back into his mother's basement for dwelling. But we <laughs> we, we have. Uh, uh, Julie and I, um, your wife, the, the, yes, my wife, uh, the Lord put on her heart initially and not mine, and, except within a great deal of, of struggle to sell our home this, this year, mm-hmm. um, in favor of something that maybe we can die in, you know, something mm-hmm. we can move to and never move again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One level, you know, the okay. certain, certain things like that. And so, um, the, I don't know what the real estate market is like in the rest of, of, uh, real presence land. But here, you know, it's things are going very quickly and uh, at, at very uh, nice prices. People are generous in their offers because there isn't a lot out there, and they're they're going so mm-hmm. high demand. Yeah, so we decided. Okay, after a while and in prayer, finally, um, you know, I just told Julie several times, I'm not feeling this move thing. I don't want to move. We worked so hard on this house. We've only lived here two years. This was supposed to be the place where we, you know, are, are finished moving. And and she just said, I just feel like we should. I just feel like we should. And I said, Well, you're wrong. Because <laughs> that's you know women love to hear that for one thing, and uh, and I always I always know best. And so as I was praying out in our garden, um, praying the rosary, I got the word that you know what, uh, Deacon, I'm not talking to you right now. I'm talking to you through your wife. So listen to your wife. So <laughs> I said, oh okay, well Lord, if that's really your will, then I'm on board. So we listed our home within 24 hours. Got an offer above above asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have had to move out because the other people don't want to share it with us. And so, uh, in the meantime, we're not, there's nothing for us yet uh, available. And so, we're living with my mom in her basement. And just for the record, I think I've heard that that this deacon here Mm -hmm. uh, often listens to his wife and and, and heeds her advice. I really do. I really do. I, 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 most of the, all of the time, sometimes we disagree. I'll say, you know, for example, we're, we're painting the house. I want to paint it blue. She wants to paint it gray. And we compromise, and I make my decision, and it sticks that I'm going to paint it gray like she wanted to begin with. So, <laughs> so yes, I, I listen to her, but I also <laughs> assert my authority. Uh-huh. I've decided to change my mind, honey, and do it your way. Take that, you know. So how beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it it works. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a color of a house. It's paint. Oh, this it's, is what you know. It's, what do you got? That that priest from Austin is calling my cell phone. I wonder if we have an appointment right now. Oh, really? I hope not. <laughs> oh, really? Wouldn't that be interesting? Oh, okay, interesting. So the spam priest. Yeah, 
He's we, the one that told me that it's actually a quality product. Ah, okay. Um, I asked him what he thought because I, you know, I take his counsel regularly. Is there a station uh, down there? Maybe he's listening. Uh, that could be. There, KQAQ yeah. no, 970 really, is what I'm thinking. That could be, but I'm like, I wonder if we actually have an appointment and I got double booked. Oh, <laughs> is that right? Yeah, how about that? But he would be the one. I, I would be the client. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah. Mm-hmm, okay. Seeking All right. his advice. All right. So, All right. Um, but that's par for the course these days. Yeah, I actually had my first double booking on uh, yeah, people a week ago. Yeah, going on. Or two weeks ago, mm-hmm. a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty... Uh, Pretty embarrassing, but it was kind of social. But it's a beautiful opportunity. <laughs> I, I can't share about it because we're really, in the public probably. right now. Right. All right. Yeah. It's beautiful opportunities these last weeks and months. You know, there's always opportunities mm-hmm. the Lord gives to talk to people who have questions or, mm-hmm. you know, are going through struggles of faith or are like something's just kind of cracked open their their heart a little mm-hmm. bit and they're they're starting to wonder some things. Like, yeah. It's yeah. fun yesterday too. Um, uh, the school year started. St. Francis School here uh, in Brainerd um, started. Uh, the day after Labor Day. So um, classes are in session. We chose to go with the full school day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so far so good. Everyone is, five days is learning. Week. Yeah, five days a yeah. week, okay. normal school day. Okay. And uh, so I got to do classroom visits yesterday and, mm-hmm. you know, wear the face shield and all that. But, sure, sure. And the kid, there's funny going through the first through sixth grade, the, uh, uh, the questions from each room. Because my topic, you know, I changed it probably three different topics, six different rooms. But... Three or four out of the rooms, these kids had these random unrelated questions that sure. just came up for their ultimate. Like, mm-hmm. Well, where did God come from? Who's God's parents? Ah. <laughs> or why did you become a priest? I mean, mm-hmm. not, I mean, the sense of like, why did you want to? Yeah. Why did you want to? Well, how on earth did this happen, Father? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some fourth grader questioning your... Why did you become a priest? <laughs> your vocation. <laughs> <laughs> so, just beautiful. But these questions that come up, and you know, it's so beautiful. They're eager for an answer. Mm-hmm. And... Um, We've had a lot of things that have, have churned up questions in all of our hearts and minds these last oh, six certainly, months. Certainly. And yeah. um, I think it's a good opportunity for all of us uh, examining ourselves. Last night, what was the reading um, at Mass yesterday? Um, for Our Lady of Sorrows, there's, there are different options. But one gospel mm-hmm. is where um, Mary is told that uh, Simeon speaks mm-hmm. to her in the temple when she brings Jesus there to present him. And he says, uh, your son will be a sign of contradiction. Mm-hmm. You know, That's lovely to hear it, as a parent, truly, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah but he, but what, he'll reveal the thoughts of many hearts. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's interesting, <laughs> these times that we continue to be in and talk about, it's like, and the, 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 the things that test our patience and um, there's tensions and conflicts. It's interesting that, you know, they really do... Um, Bring forward the deeper questions, and they test our heart. They they reveal the thoughts, as he said, the thoughts or imaginings of our hearts. Like, what's really in there? You know, when we get kind of broken open by these yeah. times and trials, and we or others <laughs> around us start to see, mm-hmm. oh, what are our real vices? What are our real vices? Or, yeah. What are our real virtues? Yeah. And what are the things that we value? And what are what are the questions that we actually wrestle with when it comes down to it? So it's. That's one of the privileges of our time, I think, mm-hmm. is those things are coming more to the surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I had a a little bit of a revelation, uh, you know, revealing what's in my heart uh, this this past weekend. Our, our pastor, Father Anthony Craig, who's also a, um, 
I'm sorry, our parish administrator, Father Anthony Gregg, who's also... Because right. we have no bishop, so the no head of the diocese is going to only appoint a priest as administrator, which practically just means it's easier for the new bishop to move him if he wants. <laughs> Everything else is the same. That's right. The job is the same. That's it's just right. the bishop yeah. can move yeah. you without you protesting. Right, okay. And so, um, uh, he, he, uh, our, our uh, gospel reading was the, uh, how many times must I forgive, you know, my, my neighbor, seven times, 77 times. Mm. And uh, our, our pastor gave a... Uh, a homily on resentment and, mm. and how to identify it and, you know, and forgiveness and, and things like that. And I was speaking again with, with my wife and I said, you know, I, uh, I just feel really, really blessed in that I, I can't identify in my life anybody that I'm resenting or any issue that I'm resenting. I mean, there's things I don't like, but I, I you know, as far as resentment goes, I, I'm, I'm Praise God, I'm free of it. I, I don't have it. <laughs> and then I, I uh, had a disturbing uh, email from, from a person with, of authority uh, over me, and I kind of got all up, in, up in, in my own head, up in his face. And, you know, what kind of a, what nerve is, you know, and I got angry at that person. And, and uh, how dare he talk to me this way? And then I was thinking of, you know, a couple of other people in my life, and I went, wow, thank you, Lord. I, I am, that is resentment there. There was resentment there that I had. For uh, for certain people in my life, and I, and I wasn't aware that it was there. I mean, it was doing the damage that resentment does, but I was I was blinded to the fact that it even existed. So, <laughs> yeah, he he opened up my heart and showed me. Mm -hmm. well, listen here, little deacon fella, <laughs> you got more resentment than you think you do. Mm -hmm. And so I've been trying to be very uh, aware of uh, of things like that and making sure that you know that the resentment isn't isn't an issue. Yeah, forgiveness. I don't have to like it, but yeah, you know. In this, um, we have a group that's reading a book together, a fulfillment of all desire. It's kind of like an overview of the spiritual journey based on the wisdom of the saints, doctors of the church. Mm. Where am I going with this? Mm. Um, one of the the chapters is really about temptations and trials. Mm. You know, when we're put mm. in the crucible, um, <clears throat> talks about a lot of us get spooked. We think there's something wrong. Maybe maybe we aren't in the right relationship with the Lord, and th that could be true, mm -hmm. obviously, but. A lot of times, you know, you're pursuing your faith, you're trying to live the commandments, you're trying to be sacrificial, you're praying, you know, this is all generally, you know, in good shape, right? But all these temptations and these trials come and setbacks and failures and humiliations and what is going on? Well, you know, the saints tell us is that temptations and trials are a primary way the Lord propels us into union with him. Mm-hmm. These trials and temptations, which we're all going through now, are a primary way the Lord propels us into union with Him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is amazing because yeah. that's the goal of our life: right. is union with Him. Right. Sometimes we we pray for endurance to get through a thing, which is which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. But we forget to say thank you for putting us in this position. We mm -hmm. forget to, to have gratitude to God for the particular trial that we are being mm -hmm. asked to face, people, health, you know, right. whatever it is. Right. You wouldn't grow in that virtue, that strength that you need if you hadn't tested, if you hadn't used that muscle that the mm -hmm. Lord let you use because you were mm -hmm. put under trial. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. have noticed the place that you needed to repent of, that resentment. Mm -hmm. Right. Or right. impatience or whatever it is, yeah. if you hadn't been tested. Right. And tried. Right. Yeah. And then where would you be? You'd be weaker. You'd be less holy. You'd have less right. capacity for right. love. You would not... Be united to the cross is the way you are now because you went through that trial. It's just, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. painful, but it's beautiful. Right, right. <laughs> Not a fan of the pain, but yeah, the, no. he the healing afterwards is. Well, just, you know, I mean, it's 
you, you you can see what happened in hindsight, not when you're going through it and what's what you know what's in front of you. But looking back, you're going if I hadn't suffered this, mm-hmm. I would not know this or mm-hmm. be here or you know have been aware of whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's it's always a blessing. So. Well, we'll give people a break from the pain of uh, listening, <laughs> listening to us Before here. Before they think, resent us. A, yeah, yeah. I think there's a, a break coming up. We're on Real Presence Radio, Real Presence Live. I'm Father Daniel Weiske with Deacon Dan Goshi. We're here in Brainerd, Minnesota, the lovely Brainerd, Minnesota. And uh, we will be back soon to share some more thoughts revealed. Uh, in our hearts. That's right. Yeah. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through Plan Giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these planned gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our planned giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. S.J. Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. We are broadcasting from St. Andrew's Church in Brainerd, Minnesota. I'm Deacon Dan Goshi, along with Father Daniel Weiske, the pastor here, and this is Real Presence Live. I was... My chair was rolling over the cord of my headset. I felt kind of like, you ever see a dog real excited about a squirrel and forgets he's on a leash? <laughs> That's kind of what I was doing. All of a sudden I was moving and I couldn't, I couldn't stand up straight. So um, It didn't look any different than usual. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, not, it's not a big stretch for me. It's, it's pretty much where I am. My headphone is always under a chair leg oh, somehow. Funny, funny. So... <clears throat> Deacon Dan, what what was the thought that you were uh, having as we went to break? It's profound. It's always profound. 
The profound thought I had during you know, our break. You're asking going me to remember suffering two minutes and, back. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But going through suffering, you've had some, well, I, I hope it's okay to say, you've had some Please. profound suffering over the last years. Sure. Yes. Yes. I would agree. And, you know, what are some of those lessons, some of those virtues, kind of new, new strength or new, new peace or, or the lessons that you've drawn? I, I'm going to go to um, the last straw, mm. so to speak. <clears throat> uh, this, this would be a few years ago. Um, many intense sufferings, uh, family, physical, you know, I, I, won't, I won't elaborate on what they were, but but uh, Julie, my wife, and I were, were both at a state where we were saying to God, all right, enough already. It's time to do, have some good things, quote unquote, you know, <laughs> as, the world, as the world deems good. Mm-hmm. It's time to have some good things, some things go in our, in our favor here. It's, it's time for, you know, and I really, I mean, that was my prayer, and I think God appreciates a an honest prayer like that. And, and I said, honestly, God, that that's enough, <laughs> enough, Lord, stop it. Um, it, it, you know, we, we need to go the other direction. Can't take any more of this. The response was, I was in the hospital with a kidney stone <laughs> within a couple of days, <laughs> oh, no. a very, a very painful, uh, experience. If you've had kidney stones, um, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Apparently, uh, women who have given birth, are the only ones that can really compare, but they say a kidney stone can be similar to the pain in childbirth. Yeah, I've heard that from multiple people that have yeah, done both. Yeah, I've heard that I have nothing to compare it with. Um, to me, childbirth was, you know, it was, there was a point where I'm saying to Julie, you know, I'm going to be a parent too pretty quick, and you don't see me, you know, whining around. <laughs> anyway, not a good conversation to have in the labor and delivery room. But anyway, so... Uh, the, the blessings, the fruit. Um, after all of that, and being at, at my wit's end and saying, enough, God, not one more thing, I draw the line. <laughs> Isn't that great? I draw the line for God. I draw the line, <laughs> Lord, this is enough. And then he gives me more uh-huh. of, of the same and, and perhaps maybe worse. And I remember lying in the, in the bed in the emergency room, writhing in pain and, and waiting for the medications um, to be prescribed and the tests that need to be done before they could, you know, so you're agonizing and agonizing. I remember lying in that bed and just saying, thank you, God, for doing it your way and not the way I dictated with the line I drew. You know, thank you, God, for when I said this was enough and I can't handle any more and I'm done, that you you did more. You did more than, you didn't listen to me. And I just kept saying, I am though I didn't want the pain or the misery, I was glad I didn't get my way in it. I was glad that he was still on the throne making the decisions. And I know it, it was probably, uh, as, as human beings can think this through, an unpleasant decision for God to make. You know, I know where you are right now, and I know this is going to hurt you. And this is, you know, I mean, if, if God were a human being, he might, he might feel this way that I hate to do this to you, but it's for your own good, you know. And how difficult that might be to put someone through something more. Um, but I just kept thinking this whole time that that is love. This additional sucker punch, if you will, or whatever. Mm. <laughs> uh, that this additional, yes, you actually can. No, you can't take any more, Dan, but I'm, I'm, 
omnipotent and I can I can help you through this and I'm going to give you more and I will give you take you through it. That additional kidney stone was a sign of his incredible love. I want more for for you than what your line that you drew is going to allow. I want more for you, Dan, than um, than you think is possible. And it was really, I remember. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm not getting choked up. I actually have something in my throat. Um, I, I remember being in pain and moaning and groaning and laughing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And and Julie was next to me, just as distraught as I was that uh, for where we were in our life. And then that this one more thing came came out. And, and I just remember talking to her, and I said, this is awesome, Julie. This is perfect. This is exactly what we needed. And it was hard for me to articulate it when you're rolling around in a, on an emergency room gurney. But, um, but she kind of, you know, opened up, too, at that point. And, and we said the thing we needed, needed most is to suffer more and to surrender more. And, mm-hmm. to, um, and, and beyond that... We could see the fruits. You know, mm-hmm. we could see. There's an incredible amount of joy available to us, if we choose it, in suffering mm-hmm. and in enduring these, these trials. Mm-hmm. And again, just blown away by the love, the fact that, that this line that I drew for God, this is the limit, um, that he went beyond that because it was even better. Mm-hmm. It's like, thank you for being on the throne. Right. Just, yeah. I think the beautiful example of uh, when St. Paul talks about in, in our weakness, his power you know, shows forth. Mm-hmm. That oh, it's yeah. a just profound weakness that you're experiencing in, in that moment. But, and thankfully in that moment even beginning to experience that, that, that strength uh, from God. Mm-hmm. That, and it was, it was not from, from you. It, no, was, it no. was from him. And you could see that and you rejoiced in that and gave thanks. And it's like as we grow, as we persevere in enduring sufferings with Christ, mm-hmm. it's not on our own. Mm-hmm. Uh, abiding in the vine, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, being yeah. anchored in Christ. It's like you begin to see that. And I would say this too. I think it's okay for me to say this publicly. Right? That, um, when when another like me, you know, seeing you go through that with that perspective and that faith, that was mm-hmm. faith, mm-hmm. you know, just just shining right in, the, mm-hmm. in those moments, mm-hmm. um, and with the gratitude and the trust and and, and the love that was there. So that that also you know that encourages others. Mm-hmm. Certainly encouraged and, and, and edified me. Right? It's, yeah. yeah it, we yeah. strengthen each other's faith. Right. Uh, when we when we live it and we suffer well and we we serve well, so just you know that it, it it's interesting how one person's faith impacts another. Mm-hmm. Just sort of uh, yeah yeah. Uh, it's almost like it, the, the, when Saint Paul talks about the fragrance of Christ, it's like I think that's part of how we see it, especially when there's someone that just has this uh, patience, this just what you described in the midst of suffering. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that, that fragrance spreads, and then it. <laughs> kind of, you know, say infects. No, no, it, it, um, it just, it, others can just take it in and buy it, if you will, and it, it even strengthens their virtue, I think. Mm. So, at least for me, that, that's happened. Um, but how interesting, too, that it's, it doesn't take away the pain and the agony no, and right, the desires right, for, right, uh, right, Lord, right. Lord, please spare me. Yeah. You know, there was, um, something, uh, yesterday, a saint's writing about, uh, Our Lady of Sorrows, uh, Saint Bernard was writing. Mm. And it was just this marvelous reflection um, on people who would say, well, Mary, of course, you know, when she saw her son suffer, well, that couldn't have been so bad because she knew <laughs> that uh, he, she already knew he was going to die. And, mm-hmm. well, she already knew that he was going to rise from the dead, right? So mm-hmm. it couldn't have been that bad. Right. Uh, 
<laughs> and he writes, you know, uh, perhaps someone will say, had she not known before that he would die? Undoubtedly. Did she not expect him to rise again at once? Surely. And still she grieved over her crucified son? Intensely. Intensely. Who are you, and what is the source of your wisdom that you are more surprised at the compassion of Mary than at the passion of Mary's son? Um, so it's, it's this both, mm-hmm. and it's like, man, mm-hmm. you can really, really feel yeah. the suffering. Yeah. And you, it, 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 it's something that it, it, you're not you know, going through anesthesia. You experience it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yet there's this strength and peace and mm-hmm. joy and gratitude that's mm-hmm. just there that's more powerful yeah. than that suffering. It's just amazing to well, see and I, I suppose to experience, as you've shared. Okay. I haven't had the same types of sufferings. I've had different sufferings, but yeah. you know, same same gratitude to God. Mm-hmm. Like He's working things out for us. He's working things out. Yeah. Well, and didn't the Lord himself suffer everything he suffered, even though knowing on the cross of what would what was going to come from this? Right. You know, I mean, right. it didn't reduce his suffering in any way. Right. So, yeah. And I love this this idea about, you know, you've said several times about strengthening and things. Um, and, and I'd love to, to think of this. That uh, that I have prayed many times in the past for strength, strength against resisting a certain sin, strength in persevering in my faith, strength in physically getting through the day, and things mm-hmm. like that. And I have determined for myself, and I don't know if this is you know this is just a, a notion I have, that I'm I'm going to stop praying for strength, and start praying and, and pray just to Lord keep me weak, because when I am strong seems like I don't need God so much. <laughs> and I think, oh, I got this, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm fine. But if, if I remain weak, I pray to God. I don't pray for strength anymore. I pray to remain weak and completely dependent on him for, for everything. So. Yeah, which brings us then back to what, what is the, the main virtue that we need to, that the Lord is helping us to grow in through all these trials, a foundation for the others. And it's the one that made Mary so, so much who she was, uh, is humility. Humility, yeah. You know, it's not me. It's it's the Lord working, you know, through me. It's not my plan. It's the Lord's plan yeah. that is being accomplished. Her very words. If we let it be. Let it be. Let it me to be according to your will. Let it be to me according to your will. Yes. All right. Well, there we go. We were given uh, words from the Holy Spirit to share at this point. Right. And then we words from the producer that it's time for a break. That it's time for a Let break. It be. Let it be. Let it be so. All right. I'm Deacon Dan Goshi along with Father Daniel Weiske. We are broadcasting from St. Andrew's Church in Brainerd, Minnesota. Up, up next, he had to learn to walk and talk all over again. Ooh. Stay tuned to hear his mother's perspective on the trials and blessings of a brain infection when Real Presence Live continues. Mm-hmm. 